founder of Allison's Brand School, and technically, I'm not a therapist, but I am really good at coaching humans on how to get clear about the work they're doing. By listening to others spill their guts, I know you'll relate, relieve some stress, and find the tools to freaking do what you feel called to do. Hey, Boss Babes, welcome to Episode 8 of Business Therapy, aligning what we want with what the people need with Brittany Rattel. Real quick before we jump in, I want to remind you guys about the IG for You event coming up this fall in Utah. It's the in-person event, live, one time only. And guys, this event is something special. There's a lot of people giving a lot of advice about Instagram. There are a lot of different Instagram courses out there right now. But this one is going to give you specific answers to your specific questions, and it's also going to give you real applicable things. It's not just people who have made it big and then they can't really teach why or how they made it big. These are actual strategies and answers to your specific specific needs and you're going to leave with actionable takeaways to improve your problems or pain points with Instagram. You can grab your seat now at allisonsbrandschool.com slash IG for you and we'll also drop the link to that in the show notes below. Okay, so let's get to today's episode. Brittany Rattel, she is an attorney and she is a special kind of attorney. <laughs> She's a special kind of person, but she has worked with The Allison Show. She has used superhero lawyer skills to save the show, to help the show. And she specifically works with creatives. And this is something that in her work, specifically working and designing things and products and serving the creatives community, she has learned a lot about how to meet their specific needs. She brings a lot of insight to the table. And again, like all of our guests so far, Brittany is no exception in bringing humility and vulnerability and willingness to the table as Allison talks through a lot of what's working and what's not working and maybe how to shift. And she takes it all in stride and with willingness. And it's just really, really inspiring to hear. And I know that it will be helpful for you. One thing that I know will be hugely relatable for you guys in this conversation that Allison and Brittany have is being a pioneer in your industry. I think so many people, especially entrepreneurs right now are in a position of doing something for the very first time. You are the pioneer. You're the one trailblazing what you are doing. And so there's not always a lot of people and examples to look to and that is challenging and that brings a whole new unique set of issues you have to work through and Brittany is right in that place and she's doing an incredible job and it's important to remember that resistance or needing to pivot doesn't mean that you're doing everything wrong it means that you're making progress you're creating something you're moving forward it's exciting and it's something worth working through so let's dive into this conversation and I will see you on the other end with your business therapy questions for the week What would you say is your top pain point right now? I'd say my top pain point is not knowing how to sell, how to tell people what they need without resorting to fear. Okay. So what we're talking about is you have your clients like me, you're an attorney to them. And then you have your podcast audience mm -hmm. and you have your Instagram audience and you have your newsletter audience. Yes. And those are your main marketing channels. Yes. 
And what you are trying to sell them are? Our templates, our legal templates, legal educational tools to help their business. For people who either they are priced out of working one-on-one -on -one with an attorney or they're not at a place in their business where they understand that value or are interested in that at all, all they want is their problem solved. And how long have you been selling this product? Uh, one year. What kind of success have you had with it? Okay, success though. Like it's been a very small product. I, I really, the only time I get good consistent sales is when I, um, a couple weeks ago when I did the May, I had some affiliates. So I had some other people talking about it, but it, it was just a few grants. It was a, you know, it was, it was small potatoes. I mean, but that's awesome. And here's the thing that I think is so easy to do, and I'm the most guilty of it, is to say only 10 grand. It was only a couple thousand dollars. When at the end of the day, it takes a lot of work to make a couple thousand dollars. Just to give yourself some perspective, would you say you've sold to about a hundred people? Like how many customers would you say? You yeah, have? I probably would say uh, it's probably under a hundred. So it's probably, it's probably somewhere like 60 to 70 people. Yeah. And this is my main question is we can sit here and we can talk about how to sell more of these templates, but why do you want to sell the templates? I guess twofold. It's I know that there is a hole in the marketplace of people who need this, who either don't have anything in place and are exposed in a way that makes me nervous. <laughs> then I, and I know that they should get protection and that could be hurting other things in their business. And I see it as a way for me to make income without having to have one-on-one -on -one action. You know, uh, there's only so much I can see that I can do one-on-one -on -one lawyer services with people because it's all dollars for time. And I love that work and I want to keep doing that work always in some respect, but I'd also love to help serve more people and more entrepreneurs and more creatives. And I don't know how to do that because I can't clone myself and without having some other tools. So this is the really, really honest question to get to. And I know you and I love you. So we're going to get to it. You want people to have this be a need and be a hole in the market, but is it really? Let's just get into some hard brass tacks. The average creative entrepreneur is overwhelmed. They are frazzled. They are not focused. They are not organized. They are moving at a very, very fast pace and they are not you. They are not an attorney who makes a business plan and puts somebody yesterday on a live asked about a business plan and I was like, ha! <laughs> That's funny. But here's why. There's the venture capitalist money raising type of entrepreneur. Like and I'm MBA meet their buddies. Like, yeah, that, those aren't my people really. No, those aren't your people, but that's who I think you're kind of selling a product to. Now I'm just, this is just like a huge slap in the face. I know. And I, so I just, I've been slapping myself in the face lately, but this is what I want to think about is I am not going to seek something like you out until it is like somebody's digging their finger in my back. Like until I'm being jabbed in the rib. Now, other people are not like me. I am like a little more reckless and a little more um, uh, like a bulldozer perhaps than everybody. But I use you a fair amount. I mean, I have you write a fair amount of contracts for me. Yeah. And I'm at the point where I wouldn't want to look at a template because that's going to take too much time. Now that we've said really sad things, okay, let's focus on everything that you've done that's amazing. You've been very consistent with your newsletter. You've created a very strong brand. You have a really fun podcast. How is the podcast doing? The podcast is good. I, again, I have pretty 
you know, low expectations, because I know it's a niche thing, like who wants to be like, you know, what I would love today is to listen to a legal podcast, but because it's, you know, legal and business stuff, and I've been really grateful to have fans on. So, you know, I'm almost at like 20,000 downloads, which for me, I celebrate that. I know that's very, very small in this. No, that's awesome. I mean, that's huge. And again, think of like a a stadium filled with 20,000 people. Yeah, that's a big deal to me. That was a huge deal. You've created this really strong brand. And so you've done a really good job of making yourself as the go-to girl for creative entrepreneurs who need an attorney. You see this hole in the market. Do they see the hole in the market? Yeah, maybe, but maybe not. Here's what I would do. The first thing is I would focus on asking everyone in your really awesome community that you've built what they need. Have you done that? Have you done surveys? Have you reached out to them? That's what I would do. I would talk to me. I would talk to all different levels. And you've done it for a year and you've pushed hard. And I'm so proud of you because most people would throw it up for a month and then just be done. Right. Now, I just want to say the reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm in the exact same position. I have created a few things. I was just saying to you with this, with this podcast, I'm like, did I create something that I think people want, but actually nobody wants? And guess what? I don't know. Yeah. You have to just do it and test it. Yeah. You have to just do it and test it. And I'm going to see, and I'm going to adapt. And that's where I think you're at right now is you've done it for a year. You've been able to reach about a hundred people. Is that a good use of my time? That's what I really want to examine. So here's some ideas I have for you. You've got this really fun, really dynamic personality. You have a lot of experience teaching and being an expert on these things. What have you done in terms of pitching yourself to be on other people's podcasts as a resource? Very, very minimal. I know it's something I should be doing. And I, you know, every time I do it, I love going on there. And usually people are so grateful and their audiences really love it. And I get a whole bunch of new people who are totally outside my normal circles, you know, like expanding those circles. But yeah, I'm not doing it. I feel like you're in a really fun place right now of what if. Because I think that you have put time and energy, and I've watched you do it. I've seen you do it. You're consistent on your social media. You're consistent in your newsletter. You're consistent on your podcast. You're doing exactly everything you need to be doing. And it's not necessarily gaining the traction that feels like it is a good yield on what you're putting in. Is that what it feels like? Exactly. That's exactly what it feels like. Okay. So I feel like now is the time to pivot. Here's what you've done. Let's look at your resources. You freaking teach like a boss. You have all of these downloads and you are practiced and accomplished. Not that you needed it because I had you in my courses before you had even gone into any of this and you already were there. You're even more of like a dialed in. Oh, you want me to talk on X? I've got five bullet points. Boom. You want me to talk on X? I've got five bullet points. Boom. And I think the next move for you is to piggyback on other people more. And I know that's hard because you're such a star yourself. And you do have the chutzpah and the personality and the chops to do it on your own. I just don't know if you have the broad enough topic. 
Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. That makes a lot of sense, especially because I found that it's so much more helpful for someone who's a leader in there. Like if I connect with someone who's a photographer teacher and like she's dialed in and helps photographers and especially tells them how to set up their businesses. If she says, here's Brittany, listen to her, go get her bundle. I'm golden. Yes. So that's what I need is more of those connections. Yeah. And you know, setting up affiliates with people who are selling online business courses. Yeah. When you're looking at the scope of you've sold about a hundred, three or four referrals is three or four percent. Yeah, it's a big deal. Right? Yeah. And if you have 10 people who are bringing in three percent, well, then that's 30 percent. I don't need to reinvent the wheel and have a crazy Instagram following. I mean, I'll keep going in that direction, but like, yeah. to what end, you know? Like, and yeah. I think the way to look at your Instagram following and even the way to look at your podcast is to really look at it like a portfolio. Mm. To look mm -hmm. at it like a website, a portfolio of resources, this place that I can go where I can learn about these different things. And your newsletter is going to be a great marketing tool. What I would focus on is when you go on someone else's podcast is I would focus on preparing a special download that you think is going to serve their people mm -hmm. and then offering that to that, like talking to, let's say you're coming on business therapy and right. you say, I would love to be able to offer people a download, Allison. Here's three options. Does one of these options seem like something that would benefit your audience? Mm. Now, the good news is you have all of that. Yeah, it's all, it's all loaded. I'll just change the header at the top and Canva, good to go. Exactly. Then from there, you follow up with the, hey, you know, business therapy listener, you've got 72 hours to get this download at this price them get some time element so that they'll act instead of just being like oh that's a cool thing I'll star Britney's website but like they ain't never coming back <laughs> yeah exactly like you said it's urgency and that's yeah. what I would notice with Allison's cookie party you know oh I'll learn sugar cookies I'll learn sugar cookies I'll learn sugar cookies and then it would go on sale and that's I mean I sold 90 to 95 percent of them when it was on sale even though it was available all the time Gotcha. around that urgency. And then I'd also make it urgent because of the holidays. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't have any holiday or really seasonal tie-in because it's not that kind of a product. So you're right. Having some sales like that tied to certain audiences would make Yeah. I think you're going to find more success leveraging someone else's business audience. What I really, really like about you is you figure it out. The best is our relationship is me doing a dance party and it's like my first dance party on my own. On your, on your property. On yeah. my property, realizing, oh crap, like somebody could like trip and crack their head open. And so me texting Brittany and saying, what do I do? I'm like, okay, I'm bringing a liability thing. We're going to post a sign at the beginning. You can, you can put a fun little sticker in the corner. We're going to call it good. Next time we'll do better. Yeah. And so <laughs> what Brittany did is she did that. She wrote the contract. She did a liability thing. We posted it. You framed it. You framed it. I did. I put it in a cute frame. It's all I had. But that, I feel like that is, think of how we met. Think of how we interact. Oh crap. I need 
oh crap, it hit the fan or oh crap, it's about to hit the fan. Yeah. And again, like I said, most people aren't as big of a bulldozer as I am, you know? And so maybe they're more planners, but yeah. you're getting people who are either this crappy thing happened and I don't know where to turn or I'm coming here every day or every week for business advice. And this week it happens to be legal advice. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, I should get that free download. Oh yeah. Oh, I should have this for later and it's on sale right now. So I'll buy it right now. So I have it for later. The great thing is you have all of these podcasts now and you keep doing them as long as it's fun. And you have all these podcasts and you can now, when you email people, you can reference them. Hey, is this your issue? Listen to this one. Is this your issue? Listen to this one. Want to learn something like this? Listen to this one. What needs to happen there is the follow-up. So You listened to episode 11 and that's what the tricky issue with a podcast is you listen to episode 11 and then how do you follow up with that person and say, here's my template you can buy to help you. Yeah, I do. I actually have a handout for that one and it's got, it it, it does get downloaded quite a bit for mine, for like my numbers, you know, but you're right. I don't have any other ask beyond that of like, okay. Because I don't, I don't have a product yet or anything. I'm actually working on a course for that exact problem. I would first do a survey. Okay. So make sure you do a survey and offer incentive, offer one of your downloads or a, a bundle of your downloads and try to get as many people to take that survey who are interested because what it's going to do is at first it's going to show you if people are interested. Yeah. So back to this idea of you've done such a good job. You literally did everything right. You haven't like an exact avatar of who you're talking to. Right. You know yourself, you know your brand. So me, you come and talk to me, Allison, you know you, you know your brand, you know how to talk to people, you know what you believe, you know why you believe it. Like, girl, you've got it. I know my why. I went to, I went to brand school. I know my why. I got it all. You dialed in. Now you also know who you're talking to. You know what you believe. You're talking to people who believe what you believe. Now what you need to do is you need to talk to those people and see what they need. And that's, I think that's also why it's a little bit of a mind F for you because you're like, I'm the attorney. I'm supposed to tell you what you need. I'm the expert. Hair flip, hair flip. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't ask you. You're not the attorney. I'm the friggin' attorney. Now again, back to, is this really what you want to do? It's a great conversation. It's a great exercise. It's a great thought experiment. But back to your two things where there was a hole in the market. Okay, we've examined that statement. Then you're trading dollars for time and you would like to do something where you're not just trading dollars for time. As an attorney, that's really what you're doing. So I just want to spend a couple of minutes on a what if scenario. Mm-hmm. You're trading dollars for time. The way that attorneys grow businesses is by bringing other people in their practice. Yeah, they bring on little associates and, and they keep on charging more and more and more, which... Yes. I don't like the idea of that because I feel like I would price myself out of a lot of the people that I like to help. And then I would become like the other attorneys out there that I don't like that charge an arm and the leg and, you know, like, yeah. And is that really true? Mindset baggage there for sure. But yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't know if that's really true. Cause there's a lot of really fun, creative people who are making a lot of money and need your work. Yeah. And so I don't know. I would really examine that because 
what if you did create a firm? Yeah. What if, and you know what, with the ages of your kids and your goals, that may or may not be what you want to do. But five years, 10 years from now, what sounds really fun to you? I want to be speaking more. I really like speaking. I have a lot of fun speaking. I'd love to do that where it's like not only like workshop, but even like main stage someday. Like that's a goal of mine. I'd love to do that. I love that. And so if that's something you want to do, there's a lot of different ways to get there and you're definitely on your way there. But I think leveraging other people's audiences, but then what's the money like? The money is good because I have a, I have a business that has different elements into it, whether it's, I have courses, I have digital products, and then I still do some work with clients or even some coaching. I've even thought about someday expanding that where it's not only just maybe doing the legal side, but also helping people on the other side, because I get to see a lot of businesses. And so I get to see a lot of what was working for people and what's not, which is, yeah. I, 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 really I want like you that. to see how coaching is still trading dollars for time. Yeah. And even with your online courses and your digital content, you're trading dollars for time unless you scale it where somebody's coming in and doing the back end marketing because right now you're doing all of it. And as an attorney, you have a very high billable hour. And that's another thing that I would think about is partnering up with or hiring somebody who specializes in doing the online marketing of courses those click funnel dudes or at least someone to help with graphics. <laughs> like I'm still doing all of that, you know, which I know I shouldn't be. No, no there's no should or shouldn't be. There's yeah. what do you want to do? What do you want to spend your time doing? And Brittany, I don't know if it's the best. You're almost anyone else. I'd say, yeah, get out there, hustle, do this, do that, do that. But with you, I'm like, girl, I don't know if that's what it is. And why do you think it is that you're attracted to this type of business model? What brought you here thinking that this was the path? the path for me. Yeah, I guess I like the idea of getting and reaching more people and then not having to, to have so much work, I guess. Yeah, yeah, just trading that that dollars for hours. Like I, I want to do some of that, but I don't want that to be everything because I just see the limits in terms of that. And I guess I've never seen anyone manage a firm that I liked. <laughs> You know, I just, I think that would, that, I mean, it would be a stretch and I'm not closing myself off to that, but it would be a very different skill set in terms of managing attorney, you know, managing attorneys and managing staff like that. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Totally different skill set. And what do I know about it? I don't know anything about it other than I know what it's like to bring people in and manage the people. Yeah. And that's a whole, that's it's a whole, whole thing. thing. Yeah. But I also, this idea of scaling these online courses and making a hundred, 200, 300,000 extra dollars a year with these online courses, that is a full-time business. Yeah. So you managing, you're managing a business either way. Yeah. And I just really believe there's a very big disservice that the online marketing world does in you create the course and you do the funnel and you do the webinar and you do all the things and all of them are great. And people do find success. And I'm not, I found success. I found a right. ton of success. It's not easy. No, it's not easy. And I'm still just working on the course. I haven't even done that stage of it yet. And I know how not easy it is, how much work it is. Yeah. And I'm so glad you haven't finished the course because girl, you got to ask people if they even want that freaking course. 
And the other thing I would think of is starter business packages where maybe they get some of the templates and they get all the things, but they also get an hour of your time. I think that you're really smart and intuitive and you're good about knowing in your gut, maybe it's this and maybe it's that. But a really good exercise to do is to say, what if I could do that and it did not look the way I think it's going to look? Mm -hmm. Then how would I feel? Yeah. So keep an open mind, even just in talking about it, keep an open mind. And then I can still decide not to do it and go back. But like, no, yeah, check your limiting beliefs there. And in terms of like, just because that's only the way that I've seen it, ergo, that's the only way it can exist, which is not necessarily true. Yeah. It's a big world. It's and a big world. And it's a new time and people aren't doing business like they did 10, 20, 30 years ago, which is why I have my job and why I love my job, because I can do this job in a way that no one else could before. So. And you're a pioneer. You're definitely a pioneer. I want to end this. I want to wrap this up with some action steps. Because I don't just want to overwhelm you and F with your head and say, maybe nothing is what you thought it was, Brittany. Three action items for you. First thing I want you to do is I want you to create a survey that has to do with what this course is you're talking about. Rip Off Resilience. It has a name. Rip Off Resilience. Such a good name. Okay. So this Rip Off Resilience, and I want you to throw some questions in there. Are you interested in this? What would you hope to know? What are your pain points? Blah, 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 blah. I want you to do that. But the most important part is you need to capture the emails. Yes. If you do it on Instagram, you're not capturing the emails. And then when it comes time to sell the course, you don't have those emails. Yes. Okay. So I want you to do that. I want you to capture the emails. Next action to take on the course is don't do one other thing on it until you talk to people. The second thing I want you to do is I want you to write a list of 10 to 15 business-oriented podcasts that you either need to get to know or that you know, and then I want you to pitch yourself to be on them. People pitch to be on my podcast all the time. I just don't put very many people on my podcast. Right, yeah. It has nothing to do. I get great pitches. I go, that's a really good pitch. Not for me. Right? It has nothing to do with you. It just has to do with, is it a good fit at, the, at a good time? Yeah, so don't put my ego in it. Just you know, yeah. do a good job. Do good research. Yeah. And here's all the things I have to offer. Here's some of my, you know, my podcast. And I would love to come on and I'd love to talk about this and I'd love to offer this. Is Perfect. this... Or, or is there something that sounds better to you? And I think you're going to find some awesome responses there. So bada bing, bada boom. The first thing is you're going to talk to the people. The second thing is you're going to start pitching yourself to people. And then because I heard you say you want to speak on stages, girls, you get those stages. You go get them. So I want you to start looking at the different conferences and take those same pitches and offer to go and and speak at those conferences Mm -hmm. okay because to me that sounds like what you want to do your your big pain point is not that you don't have any money to pay bills right now your big pain point isn't that you're feeling so stretched and overwhelmed your pain point is that this thing that i wanted to work isn't quite working in the way i wanted it to work when that's your pain point that's when you start shifting what you're doing every single thing that you've been doing is going to take you where you're supposed to go
Okay, I knew you guys were gonna love Brittany. Wasn't that so good? So much relatability, so many awesome takeaways and things that I know can make work for you. So many things you can apply to yourself for sure. Now I'm gonna jump in and give you your three business therapy questions of the week so that you can really work through this, write down your answers and make them apply to you to help you level up or work through whatever it is that you're working through right now. Question number one, have I assumed a need exists without asking? This one I feel like is really common for for creative people who get passionate about their products and projects and what they're doing. And sometimes we forget to ask, is this what the people need? Is this serving the people that we want to serve? Because something can be really exciting and a point of passion for us, but might not necessarily be exactly what other people want and might not be resonating that way. So maybe have we assumed, have we assumed that this need exists without actually asking the people that we are trying to serve? Number two, am I spending too many resources creating something I don't have realistic expectations around? Again, kind of going back to number one, one, the things that we're passionate about are the things that we like to throw all of our resources at. And so it can be hard to step back and think, are we allocating our resources the right way? Are we doing it productively? Are we doing it wisely instead of just throwing them all in one place? I also think this applied to Brittany when she was thinking that digital content would free her from trading dollars for hours. When, when it really comes down to it, creating digital content and running the platforms for that is still dollars for hours. So just making sure that we have realistic expectations and understandings of what we're working toward so we can allocate our resources the most productive way. Number three, what is holding me back from trying something new? Is that story I'm telling myself true? Oh, the stories we tell ourselves. What is holding us back? And what is the story around that? And is it true? For Brittany, this was assuming that lawyers who make more and more money would price her out of the community she wanted to serve or would turn her into the type of lawyer she didn't want to be. That is not necessarily true, but it's completely understandable why she would make those assumptions given her experiences. So what is keeping us? There's always limiting beliefs or things holding us back from maybe trying that new thing. And is the story that we're telling ourselves around that true? This episode was so jam-packed with awesome takeaways. I hope you guys will take the time to go through these questions and really make them work for you. And share, 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 share. We love seeing all of the things that you guys are sharing with us, all of the progress you're making, the things that stand out to you. Please make sure to tag Allison's Brand School so that we can all kind of learn from each other and so that we can see them and share back with you and we can all keep learning from this incredible community. You guys are amazing. That's it for this week. And as Allison always says... If you feel called to do it, freaking do it. My man, Mr. Eric Robertson, wants to invite you to join Pleasant Pictures Music Club. If you are a content creator, you can save 20% off with the code Business Therapy. So go to pleasantpictures.club and enjoy this jaunty tune. <laughs>